Hello, my name is Yasmin Tuku, and I'm going to be doing a podcast for the first leadership uh, journal slash reflection for uh, LDRS 1016. So let's get started. So to start off with, I'm going to be talking about what are some of the main ideas and themes that stuck with me from modules from both modules one and two. The main concept that kind of stuck with me from specifically module module one was the definition and concept of a system, specifically chapter one from thinking systems in module one talks about how the system to its own extent causes its own behaviors. And I think this is really relevant to a lot of the systematic issues that we kind of face in our world today. And for example, uh, I read this article recently talking about no matter the outcome, and this was before the uh, 2020 election results had been called, they had been talking about how um, no matter the outcome of the election, people needed to realize that specifically um, Donald Trump with his very aggressive and um, like big, uh, bigotry like behavior, he wasn't the end-all be-all of the oppression and bigotry that goes on within our country and within our world. He was rather a symptom of that and um, an effect of the system that has allowed this kind of oppression and bigotry to go unexcused within our country. So I think that was a really interesting concept that that chapter talked about and how it will, the system will always cause its own behavior and specific things happening because of it aren't necessarily what started or, or they're not going to end. Like ending it will not just be the end of that behavior, but it's rather a symptom of a disease that needs to be stopped. And also a concept that kind of stuck out uh, to me from module two was the four components of building the process of adaptive leadership, specifically from the chapter of uh, adaptive leadership talks about the one of the main uh, components that stuck out to me and I uh, reflected on a little bit was system perspective and system perspective is kind of wrapped around the idea that so many people face so many problems that people face all arise from one complicated system which is kind of connecting back towards the content that we discussed in module one so again like it's kind of like what I said it's more of you know, cutting the head off the snake and treating the disease itself versus treating the systems because in the long term, treating the disease itself will get rid of those long term issues. But just treating the system, it will continue the system or the symptoms, the system will continue to exist and cause further problems in the future. So now I want to talk about the question of what emotions did I experience while learning the contents in modules one. And two, so obviously the main themes of modules one and two are respectively systems and adaptive leadership. And seeing all the, you know, just touching the surface of all the knowledge and information about the process of both of those concepts, I felt really hopeful while learning this content because I, in my opinion, I think it is the future of leadership and how we grow. And I'm glad that this um, information and how to practice and implement adaptive leadership and breaking down systematic problems is out there. And I also think that the younger generation 
and the next generation of leaders will start to kind of follow this model because in um, in, in um, relation to other forms of leadership and other models of leadership, this is a more progressive type of leadership because it is all about adapting and it doesn't stay stagnant and it um, conforms to the problems that we are currently facing, not the, uh, problems or um, stereotypes or rules or traditions that have surpassed our time. So I think um, I was really hopeful and uh, glad that this type of leadership is starting to be implemented more in our own, in our world right now. So next I want to talk about um, the question of what truths are confirming ideas from modules one and two surface for me. So actually an, a confirming idea that surfaced for me came from the Forbes article from module one. And I'm going to quote from the article it talked about. It said, Prolifer proliferating networks push many problems to touch others further and further afield. Connectivity and information transparency makes us more aware of how any issue can affect other institutions and populations. With the democratization of power in this connected, transparent world, more people also feel empowered to advocate or oppose company actions. Now, obviously in this article, they were speaking in the context of a company or a business and how a leader responds to that type of opposition. But I think in the more general context of social issues and social change, especially within our modern day society with the mobilization of advocacy through social media and the internet, I think that's really relevant to show because we aren't necessarily all living through that same experience, being able to show how trans uh, the transparency or shine a light on bigger issues and show how that might affect underserved communities and populations that, are, that might not get as much attention is really important, specifically uh, alluding to the situation with the Uyghur Muslims in China, a lot of this information has kind of been suppressed by the national government um, in China. So, and a, a lot of people have been mobilizing to advocate for change for this um, oppressed population within China. And I think that social media is a really powerful tool in doing that. So I think that was a really, um, confirming idea and truth that I had been thinking about for a while in this article, put it in a good context, not just from social change uh, point of view, but how it can also apply to a business point of view or a company's point of view. So, so now I'm going to talk about the question of what was the most impactful surprise for me that I learned about from modules one and two. And I think um, specifically from module two, one of the bigger surprises to me was seeing evidence of the effect that building a healthy community um, is the start to good adaptive leadership. And it um, even in the article, it talked about, and I quote, uh, trust is the lubricant of, of a community um, surrounding adaptive leadership. And you can see that within evidence through the different uh, components in the model that we learned about and how building a healthy community is really the stronghold um, to build that connection between the followers and the leaders and how they're kind of interdependent on each other. And no one group is stronger than the other and how they have to rely on each other. So 
I think that was the most uh, surprising thing to me was um, being reminded how much that trust is such a vital component of that type of leadership and community. So for as far um, as what I'm most curious about now, having gone through the contents of module one and two, I am interested to see how the world on a global scale within um, all levels of leadership is able to possibly implement more adaptive leadership and how they tackle wicked problems in our everyday society. And I think there, you know, currently now, there is a lot of drawbacks on type of um, progressive leadership and there's a lot of reliance on traditions and kind of older um, methods and models of, of leadership. So I'm interested to see as newer generations kind of um, take, take stage, how we are going to um, implement that type of leadership and will the uh, traditions and mistakes of our past, will that hold us down from practicing it? And will it be successful in a way that um, it had in the way that we want it to? And will it be more successful in the way that we've then um, other ways that we've practiced leadership so far? So I think something that I am discovering about my models one and two um, is the goal that I'd like to work, uh, work towards. In um, one of the modules, it uh, goes over the list of the UN, all the UN sustainable goals. And personally, and something that I, I am pretty passionate about, uh, I believe that everybody in this world has the right to uh, accessible and affordable health care and a quality education. And um, the sustainable goals three and four line up with my own personal values and goals. So I think that's um, really cool to see kind of all those social issues and um, uh, problems that we as a as a global community have wanted to work towards. And it, it's really um, fascinating to see all those be kind of consolidated within um, 17 goals. So I think that's something I'm discovering about myself and what I want to work, work towards and uh, learning more about those individual goals and what change there needs to be um, to come up with a progressive or a productive effect on the world. To round it off, I'm gonna be talking about um, how I think I can put into practice what I've learned from from the content of modules one and two. Circling back to the UN Sustainable Goals, I actually looked through that website and there is a lot of um, good practices that they list that uh, although they are not monumental and extreme in change, they are a good way to just kind of implement those into my day, daily life. And even if it is only a small change, make try to make somewhat of a change and um, work towards these goals. And something else I think I can put into practice since this um, specifically module tool talks about adaptive leadership, um, relying on the abilities for both leaders and followers to adapt to change. I think as a role model and um, me being a potential leaders and 
in different situations in the future. I think um, I want to be able to practice setting a good example of me being able to adapt to change and showing how, you know, anybody else in my group or um, per se followers can also adapt and how it is not this um, big scary thing and how it is definitely doable and possible and how we as a group and a community will be the better for it. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed my podcast for um, the first leadership journal of LDRS 1016 and I will see you later.